Welcome to another episode of the Harvest Profit Podcast. Uh, this is Nick Horeb coming to you uh, today. We are continuing our journey to share more information on Harvest Profit and, and what we're up to with our customers, prospective customers, partners. And basically just want to give you more insight into how we are building our business, how we're helping our customers, and really our mission to help farmers put more profitable systems in place in their farm businesses. And today we're continuing our uh, employee interviews and just introducing people to our team here at Harvest Profit. And we have software developer uh, Cody Elhard with us today. Uh, Cody started at Harvest Profit as an intern. Uh, he's actually still a student at NDSU, but he's been with us for a year and a half. Uh, he's going to be joining us uh, full time here after he graduates, and we're excited to have Cody on board. And so, Cody, welcome to the podcast. If you want to give give us an overview of uh, a little bit of background on on where you're from and and how you got to North Dakota State. Sure. So I was born in Jamestown, North Dakota. Um, then moved to Fargo for a little bit and ended up by Detroit Lakes. Um, so NDSU is a pretty easy choice. It's the closest, biggest college nearby. Sure. What's your What's your major? I am computer science. Okay. What What led you to uh, deciding to do computer science? Play around with any games or any technology growing up? Uh, sure. Just growing up, um, I would download YouTube videos on how to use um, Blender and stuff. Um, okay. Some modeling software. Cool. And yeah, computers just really interested me. Um, the capabilities they had were just way more than anything we can do. Awesome. What did you, growing up, what were some hobbies you had? So for those that don't know, Detroit Lakes uh, is a kind of a, a mid-size, smaller city in western Minnesota. Uh, it's in lakes country, so kind of a, a fun outdoorsy area to, to live and grow up. Did you participate? Did you... Did you do a lot of messing around outside? Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I would just play a lot of sports and stuff, um, go fishing once in a while. Yeah. Um, dirt bikes were really fun. Um, yeah. How long did you, how long did you live, you know, you've pointed out where your, your house is when we're on a, an employee retreat. How long did you, uh, how long did you live there out in the, you, there's some farming country around, right, you know, right very close to your house some pretty productive farming country. How long did you live in that house? Sure, so I moved there in um, 10th grade. Um, just a, a little town called Lake Park, about 700 people. Sure. Um, yeah, pretty good hunt and land. My stepdad actually went out there this year. Um, yep. Only had to hunt for 30 minutes, went in the backyard, shot a deer, and was done. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people from the city uh, just cannot relate to, uh, to living in the country. You know, a lot of farmers you know, can do the same thing. Um, so it, it's inter it's fun being, you know, you might not have, um, you know, grown up working on a farm, but, you know, there are lots and lots of farms within a, you know, probably a 10 mile, if not 20 mile circle of your, of your farm. I know of probably a half dozen personally that farm uh, within 20 minutes of where you grew up. So that's, so that's fun. A fun story to share on Cody. <clears throat> you know, in th with the the prevalence of e-commerce today, you know, packages showing up, um, 
you know, UPS, the Postal Service delivering packages like they've never, you know, the, like a velocity that we've really never seen before. Um, there's packages coming to, you know, to my house probably four, three or four days a week, you know, from little odds and ends to some groceries um, to, you know, bigger presents and things. But unfortunately, uh, I still get, this is Nick, I still get a little excited when I see a package show up, uh, but, you know, only maybe 10 or 20% of them are mine. So at the Harvest Profit office, you know, we, we don't get that many packages here. Um, but we do occasionally, you know, we have the, 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 the mailman come by and drop off a box and, and I get excited. You know, sometimes you have business partners or people that you do business with that send you gift boxes or cheese trays or, or some little packages. But what happens to me at home where my wife gets all the packages happens in a different way at the Harvest Profit office. Cody gets a lot of packages and I think a lot of them are for your motorcycle. So you want to touch, give us a overview of what your current uh, motorcycle situation is, because I know that's a big passion for you. Um, sure. So uh, I guess it just wasn't running right. So had to order some parts in. Um, another thing, I'll just order a lot of school supplies, ship sure. those to the office. Sure. It's a lot easier. What what motorcycle do you have? Sure. Uh, 2006 Kawasaki Ninja. So if there's any law enforcement people listening you know put it on fast forward 30 seconds what's the fastest you've ever had that going um 167 but the speedometer is a little off one 167 yep the front wheel did come off the ground shortly before that well we might have to add life insurance to our harvest profit benefit package that we i don't think we have life insurance in our benefits now I've went 100 miles an hour on a snowmobile before, and I was terrified. I thought, yeah, that was that was <laughs> that was not an it was an enjoyable experience, but oh man, it just kind of uh, scared the crap out of me. I can't imagine going that fast. Holy cow! Were you by yourself? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. So yeah, okay. Now law enforcement can listen up again. <laughs> What so you've been working at Harvest Profit for um, oh, a year and a half now, maybe a, a little bit longer than that. Well, that's about a year and a half. You know, when you first started, you know, you worked you worked on a lot of little pet projects that I had. A lot of them didn't really go anywhere. We were making this uh, cell connected, solar powered uh, rain gauge, and we were going to turn it into kind of a, a DIY kit. Well, then I started getting a bunch of questions on that. You know, does it work with this? Does it work with this? And I realized, you know, our goal, my goal with that was to put out something cool, you know, allow some tinkers, if, if there's any makers in farm country, they could build that themselves. Well, it turned out we were maybe going to have to support that. And that that wasn't really something I was too interested in. So Cody spent a bunch of time working on that, uh, a few other things. And one of the bigger mistakes that I made uh, was having Cody spend a few... Cody, with a little bit of help from Jared on our team, uh, we're building a custom billing portal. And um, I, we, how long do you think we spent on that, Cody? A couple months? Yeah, I would say about a month and a half. So we spent about a month and a half on this custom billing portal, which was gonna, which was going to facilitate um, both electronic invoices, but then also if we have some people that prefer paper invoices. 
we were going to basically handle a lot of the edge cases that come along with billing. Farming is somewhat unique versus other industries where there's still a lot of bills paid via check. Well, I found myself you know, working with a bookkeeper and spending a good you know, 30 or, I don't know, probably 20 to 30% of my time just working on, on billing. Uh, you know, who's, QuickBooks is great, but it doesn't have a good reminder service. Uh, you know, long story short, me as the, you know, trying to paint the vision and, and help build more valuable features for our customers was spending time on, you know, this billing that, you know, was working on putting systems in place to hand it off to an admin, but it just continued to suck my time. And so we pivoted, we pivoted our billing away from the custom billing portal to just a, uh, a billing tool we use called Stripe. And so I felt terrible because I, Cody, I had to, uh, you had spent a bunch of time working on this cool system where we could uh, basically trigger an invoice renewal and we would hit a direct mail API. So we would use that API to automatically send the paper invoice, which I thought was great. Uh, and so we basically had to just mothball that project. And so that was a, a disappointment for me. But then we, we transitioned relatively quickly down our, our product to-do list and building a, a balance sheet. So allowing farms to track their market value balance sheet and Cody was really instrumental in, in that. And so you wanna, you know, you were pretty much the brainchild. You know, you and I worked pretty close. I know Jared and Jake from our team helped out uh, getting that to the finish line, but you wanna touch base on your experience with the balance sheet. I know the, the first iteration uh, ended up being much different than the final iteration, but um, you want to just touch base on how you know how your experience was building out that balance sheet because I'm it's frankly probably the, my favorite thing that we've worked on in the last year I would say sure um so starting off it was definitely a little overwhelming um just trying to figure out what it was going to look like how it was going to work um how things were going to interact yep um I remember showing Ben one of our support guys an initial prototype of the navigation and he was just like like, I, I don't know how this works. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So it definitely went through some iterations, but um, the final iteration um, in production looks really nice right now. Yeah, I would, I would completely agree. And I think that that's, a, you know, we've put together a, a nice user interface there. You added that feature where farmers can chart both their working capital and their net worth. And, and you pretty much did all that work on your own. And so, you know, great job there. I think that especially as we get towards winter planning season for our customers, they're going to be able to generate reports and share those reports with their lender uh, and not only track their cost of production and their field by field profitability, but uh, track their, uh, their other balance sheet, their balance sheet metrics, which at the end of the day is really the, the, the status check on the, the, the financial health of the farm um, at specific dates as we progress through the year, through the years, and so I think that's going to really help help farmers remove some of the the emotional decision making. I, I shouldn't say emotional decision making, but I should say that it's going to help put systems in place to have another metric to look at, other than you know what's the market doing today, what is my cost of production, uh, what does my gut tell me, what does the analyst on the radio say or the or the newsletter say. Uh, allows them to, to really break down uh, where they're at today, 
in metrics that are very meaningful and specifically working capital and net worth. So great work on that, Cody. I, I think that's an awesome feature that we've added and it's going to really help our our customers from a decision-making standpoint, but also communicating with their partners. <clears throat> so now you're working on a, a smaller update, but you're, you're cleaning up our inputs tab in Harvest Profit where we uh, track both overhead expenses, but then per unit prices for things such as seed fertilizer and chemical. And um, we just want to add some customization to the reports there. And so do you want to explain what you're working on here this week on uh, adding some customization to the inputs, the inputs and the P&L reports for within Harvest Profit? Sure. Um, so one of the things I'm working on right now is uh, um, a saving state and a uh, errors on the inputs page so you guys can know when something goes wrong. Um, another thing we're working on is the ability to sort the inputs. Um, that way it's just less work for you guys. You can put things in the order you want them in. Um, and so the, the sorting of the input categories, uh, what we're going to do there, Cody, if, and tell me if this, you know, the latest iteration of your spec for this project is we're going to give users the ability to to rearrange their input categories, both on the inputs tab, and then that'll transfer over to what they see on their P&L report. Is that, yep, is that that's accurate? that's correct. And so are, we're gonna, the latest thought was we're gonna do that on the, on the settings, within the settings of Harvest Profit? Yep. Sounds awesome. You know, at the end of the day, <clears throat> we can't, you know, get a lot, we get hundreds and hundreds of requests on things that we can build or, or should build but we can't do all of them or else Harvest Profit's just gonna turn into that, that complicated piece of software that people don't like to use. So we have to be thoughtful about what we do. And I think this is something that's gonna be a, a nice, you know, it's just a nice bell and whistle, I, I guess, for a, a number of users. It's not a necessity, but it's just an example of an iterative improvement that's going to you know, make people's P&Ls line up like they maybe have them in QuickBooks or in their accounting software. And Jake, I don't know if you know this, Cody, but Jake from our team added, when we rebuilt some of our P&L views, that if a farmer isn't using a category, so if they have nothing in a category, it just doesn't show up on the P&L. And so that's just an example of, you know, we have these default categories, we can, uh, <clears throat> But the, if the grower doesn't use them, they don't show up on the P&L. So these little changes are just making that core feature of Harvest Profit a little bit better. And so uh, I'm pretty excited about that as well. I love to just see the, the continuous improvement. And I, I hope our customers do as well, because we're working on a lot of things that uh, might not be seen by everybody or even, even appreciated but we are working hard to, to always make the, make the software better. And so kind of, you know, last thing for you, Cody, do you have any, you have any big plans? You know, you're pretty much a, a full-time member of the team. You know, I don't really consider you an intern anymore, but I, if I didn't convey it to you, um, I will, I, I think I, message i gave you this message when we offer you the full-time job if you want to take a couple weeks after graduation or longer and and go anywhere or do anything you know feel free uh, it should be a time to to celebrate your graduation uh, do you have any 
any post-graduation plans or things you want to do in 2020? Any trips or uh, any purchases? Anything fun you have planned as um, you get close to kind of wrapping up the the college side of your of your career? Sure, uh, nothing major planned out once I graduate. Um, maybe just go somewhere down south. Um, sure. Yeah, just vacation. Maybe somewhere by the ocean. Um, other than that, winter is when I really like to go on my vacations, um, plan out some kind of snowboarding trip. Awesome. <clears throat> we'll have to do a gol- We'll have to do another team golf lesson. I know you couldn't attend our. We did. We did some golfing on a team outing we had this summer. Uh, just a little, a little one day, kind of retreat that we had out at out in Lakes Country. And if I if I understood correct, you you enjoyed that. You enjoyed golfing, didn't you? Yep, I've definitely gotten a little better at golfing through Harvest Profit. Sure. Well, hopefully we can do a little more of that. It's just fun to get away. And, you know, we don't have – there aren't too many days here in eastern North Dakota, western Minnesota, where it's, you know, 80 degrees and sunny and we need to take advantage of them. And so getting outside of the office during that time, I think, is a is a, a fun way to grow as a team and, and kind of keep our energy level up. And so we'll definitely be doing more of that. And so just wanted to introduce Cody – uh, he'll probably be <clears throat> doing a little bit more, you know, customer support, customer outreach as we're working on features or if people have any issues with the software. And so uh, I'm sure you'll hear from Cody if you're a customer. But thank you, Cody. We appreciate having you on the team and we look forward to having you, you know, join full time after your graduation. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yep. Well, we'll talk to you guys next time. This is the, the Harvest Profit Podcast.